should probably introduce the podcast before we end it. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we nailed it too, yeah. but let's. Mm-hmm. So I say like, uh, hey, welcome to Heads Up with Jeff and Sean. I'm Jeff. Were you asking me? Because it sounds like you're just doing it. I'm Sean. Should I, should I try that again? I think I think I nailed it. I mean, I mean, I'm just I was just curious. So I got to check my texts. All right, <laughs> you're blowing up. I'm good. Let me put this over here now. Who was that? It doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Are we? Is this is this the part where we do the thing? Is this? We do the damn thing. Yeah, I think we just do the damn thing. Okay. So, so do you want to? You introduced us. Do you want to talk at I, all about what we do? I'm just curious. I don't. I mean, you could say no. I mean, what is it that we do? We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about Kyle. We're gonna talk about Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. Because mm-hmm. this is Wizard Year, as decreed by Jeff. Yeah. Um, we're probably gonna eat some peeps later. I yeah. already did that, but. I mean, we're probably gonna talk about how we ate peeps. We could talk about it. Yeah. I, I'm killing it. I'm killing it. Now that now that we've done a few episodes, I now I know I know no longer know what to do. It's great. Yeah, no, you're killing it. It is it is dying. Um, <laughs> well, here we'll, mm-hmm. let's pause for mm-hmm. a minute. Okay, okay. So you can put the music in for your favorite segment, Kyle's Click. The internet gave us a whole world of exciting new possibilities. So I guess this is a story of how it changed our lives. Maybe it will yours too. And now we're okay. in it. That was the pause. <laughs> now you're in it now we're in it so so what's going on on kyle's facebook mm. right now fucking nothing as always all right let's let me go all right twitter no no we gotta go down i gotta remember when the last time we did the fucking thing was okay some pictures of cats and dogs mm-hmm, mm-hmm. something about a musician remember the time your president was a total coward Again, it's always your president, right? Yeah. It's like, get over it. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is this not a democracy? I'm sorry. Is it we vote and then stuff happens and then it's it's affects everybody? It's accountable to everybody? It won't it won't be a democracy soon, I bet, but it is still now. And <laughs> no, it's just, I don't know, if you don't like mm. what he's doing, change it. But it's your, we're all, yeah, everyone but me is responsible for it. Thank you, Jeff. I agree. Planning about gun owners, which doesn't seem like a very smart thing to do, because those people have guns and he does not. <laughs> Sean, would you ever own a gun? Yeah. I don't now, but I would. That would be awesome. Yeah. I would want two of the ones that I could, like, shoot wildly up into the air. Like, the, the rifles yeah. that just fire when you hold the, the trigger down. Yeah, yeah. Definitely some semi-automatic weapon with, like, a, a large clip or magazine wherever they're called that's what i meant yeah i didn't even know yeah. that mu- i didn't even know that much about guns thank you for covering <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna know that much about guns sean okay because we're, we're gonna own guns well we're gonna have to when the the democracy in which we live is dissolved <laughs> by maniac billionaires now how are you, how are you gonna uh, carry your gun around you think depending on you know it's I'm, gonna be a decent sized gun okay I mean, I mean i thought i just i'm gonna have two and mm-hmm. I'm going to walk around with them pointed, like, braced on my shoulders, wow. pointed up at the sky, just firing wildly at all times. You're never going to put them away? No. I would. If you put them away, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Another gun owner will come shoot you. Are you kidding me? I think half the fun of owning a gun is the holster. Don't you? I mean. Mm, let me ask you this. In the new post-apocalyptic okay. world in which we're going to be yeah. living very soon, do bedazzlers still exist? Oh, most definitely. Then, yeah, the holster's probably a pretty good part of the gun. 
<laughs> Etsy will still be around. No, it won't. <laughs> Didn't you hear? I think Kyle just told us. Let's let me up. Let me update you. No, he's just complaining more about guns and the president. Mm-hmm. Something about oh, Utah proves country's strongest drunk driver standard. Anyway, I'm sure Kyle would agree with me that it doesn't. I lost my point. What was I talking about? Uh, bedazzling holsters. Oh, Etsy's not going to exist. The internet won't exist? You no, know the Senate just passed a bill, it's going to the House right now, that allows uh, internet service providers to sell your uh, internet browsing history without your permission. So no one's going to go on Etsy. Oh, the only people going on Etsy are people looking for bedazzled gun holsters, and if you're buying a gun holster, it means you have a gun, and now the government knows, and you're up against the wall, you're dead! Well, you know, you know what? With this gun culture, it probably wouldn't make much sense to shop online when you could just walk into a store with a gun yeah. and just take what you right. want. Right, right. It's, it, well, the exception to that is a gun store. <laughs> you have to go there with money. You walk into a Michaels, you'll say, I'll take that hot glue gun and the largest bag of plastic jewels you have. How? I thought you were proposing using a glue gun to rob a gun store to get an actual gun. <laughs> Hello, Michaels employee. Um, I would like... Uh, your biggest glue gun, and what glue gun do you have that shoots glue the fastest after melting it? <laughs> Looking for the highest PSI in a glue gun. I need, and I'm going to need enough glue to, to probably glue several people to walls or floors. Do you have... Hey, hey, Michael's employee, have you ever seen Spider-Man? <laughs> have you ever seen those movies about Spider-Man? They'll throw you out like if 10. you say it like that. I don't know, why are you saying it like that? <laughs> That's when they'll throw me out when I say <laughs> Spider-Man. I bet, I bet you could. I bet Michael's right now, that they're putting crates in front of the door. Mm. They're, they themselves are already loading up their biggest glue guns with their largest glue sticks. <laughs> Just waiting for someone to try to take them from them. <laughs> now, I, I don't think I'd own more than, like, a gun. I don't think I could handle it, but I think I'd have... You did. The... <laughs> no, please go on, I, sorry. I, I think I'd have, have uh, uh, the fashion sense to have several different places where I could just slip my gun into, like behind the back, you know, between shoulder blades, uh-huh. you know, right at my side, you know, right, yeah, yeah, right, no. right near my butt crack, you <laughs> the, know? The diehard like, posi- uh, die position yeah. <laughs> behind your shoulder blades. Exactly, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Right. Or like in, inside my boot. Again, I, now we're in gun culture, I'm going to start uh, wearing boots. Oh, yeah, you're going to have to wear the boots to protect your feet from the radioactive waste that litters the landscape, yeah. Above my knee, right at the thigh, I'm going to have, like, a little garter belt for my gun, you know? Okay. Yeah, that's the RoboCop position. Yeah, you're (laughs) you're getting it. Yeah, you're good. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know I only have one gun, but where am I keeping it? You know what I mean? Well, it's not going to matter, because if you encounter me... First of all, you can't sneak up behind me because as I'm moving forward, there's a constant yeah. rain of bullets coming back down to the ground because I'm firing wildly <laughs> into the air at all times. Well, here's here's the other thing about that, Sean, is I I will know that you're coming. Oh, absolutely. Like I want people to away. know. I want people to know. <laughs> so I will have the advantage, okay? I'll find the higher ground. It will, I, he, no. I hear that's what you need. Yeah, you, you, so you're up high when I'm firing wildly into the air. All i got to do is tilt slightly and you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> But where's my gun, Sean? <laughs> I'll find it on your fucking corpse. It doesn't matter. <laughs> my bejeweled corpse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll steal all your holsters. All the bedazzled holsters. I'll bring them into Barter Town. And I'll trade them for more ammunition than I need constantly. <laughs> all right, we have different styles about guns. But I, I, think, right. I, think, the, I think what's important here is that we're going to need guns. We're going to need people to bedazzle holsters. So We could, we could handle that. Do you want to start up a heads-up Etsy shop where we bedazzle gun holsters? 
Yes. <laughs> All right. Special edition heads up bedazzled gun holsters on sale shortly. We can do little. Oh, we can't do Harry Potter designs because mm. it's a very protected intellectual property. It's... We can just do generic wizard high school heads up holsters. Wizard high. Yeah, I think I could probably pick up a glue gun tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some plastic jewels. I think even more importantly than that is mm. instead of, I mean, it's going to be every man for himself in the apocalypse. The, 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 sorry, the apocalypse coming soon, yeah. 2018. <laughs> so, so I think we should team up instead of trying yeah. to shoot each other. Yeah. And I'd say I, mean, I need yeah. someone to watch my back, but I don't. I have a rain of bullets coming down behind me. <laughs> I need to watch your side a little bit. Uh, sides, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Peripheral's not so great. And also, I guess the time needed to rotate one of the guns down mm. off of my shoulder to point it at somebody on the ground. But what do you think? We, what what yeah. should we call our mm. post-apocalyptic gang? Sorry, did you want it to be a gang? I didn't even ask. That was rude of me. I think it's more of a collective. Okay. I mean. All right. That's fine. <laughs> gang has such a negative connotation, you know? That's true. Yeah, we really kind of ruined that for the apocalypse. Yeah. The news media talking about gangs ruining the name. Yeah. I thought I thought for a half second before you kept talking, I thought you wanted our gang to be called the news media. <laughs> I was like, that doesn't sound intimidating. I don't. We just call ourselves and the news, and we we just travel the country looking for Huey Lewis. <laughs> I'll tell you, that's probably going to be a pretty rare resource when the apocalypse hits. We need someone who can play the saxophone. Do we though? Also, were there two guys with guns in Huey Lewis in the news? <laughs> they all had guns. You know they're you know they're Republican. I didn't know that. Surprisingly, I don't know a lot about Huey Lewis in the news. It's a shame. It it's is. a shame. So that's it for Kyle's Facebook, I think. Except, I don't know if you want yeah. to talk about this Utah approves country's toughest drunk driver standard, which Kyle approves of. I saw that and I meant to read it so we could talk about it, and I didn't. I'll skim the article now. Public safety is our focus, Herbert said mm-hmm. in a statement on Thursday. Law does not target drinking. It's public safety that targets impaired driving. Oh, okay. Under the new legislation, drivers will be considered impaired at a blood alcohol content of uh, 0.05%. Wow. Yeah. That's like mouthwash, right? Yeah. Yeah, you better fucking have a sit-down after you (laughs) you brush your fucking teeth. No, um, in most other states, it's like uh, 0.08. So I don't know why this is like a huge thing. I don't know. What are their laws on how drunk you can be and handling your gun? Is there any... Well, this is Utah. This is the Mormon state. Oh, so right? you can be drunk and have a gun. Don't they not allow alcohol in that state, in Utah? Um, yeah, Why it's a dry Mr. state, Mr. I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can cross the state line, buy alcohol, and then bring it back, but... They won't sell you alcohol. I'm, sa- I'm, ta- I'm saying a lot of things as though I know them for sure, and I, I just want to emphasize that I definitely don't know them for sure. Sean, we're on the internet. You don't have to, you don't have to <laughs> fucking preface anything. <laughs> just spit it out. It's up to the, the people to decide. All right, Twitter. All right, Twitter. Uh, third option. Oh, yeah. He's really, he's, uh, he's really putting the Republicans over wow. the barrel here. <laughs> I mean, he's also just, uh, just shitting on Democrats. I mean, where, where does he stand? He's taking small business owners to tasks. Wow. To task. Wow. Where, oh yeah. Yeah. Damn. Well, if Kyle knew how hard it was and how simultaneously hard and patriotic it was to own a small business, maybe he'd change his tune. <laughs> yeah, I mean, think of all the small uh, small businesses that are going to pop up soon. You know, small gun shops, small craft stores. Bar- small barter towns where you can trade goods for things like <laughs> yeah. bullets and, and maybe glue sticks. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming there's going to be a rise in saloons. I don't know. I just... 
Yeah, what is it about the apocalypse that... Because I, I, I kind of feel the same way, that it's going to be Old West-styled. Yeah. But nothing about our society right now, other than our severe number of guns, is Old West-style. <laughs> We're going to make America great again. When was it great? During the Spaghetti Westerns. Okay, well, do you know what Spaghetti Westerns are? <laughs> A lot of those were, like, filmed in Italy. That's <laughs> what the spaghetti references. Yeah, and that's why I we're going to bring I it back. I don't know. I, I'm saying a lot of things. I don't... <laughs> I'm trying to think. What about the poutine westerns that happened in Canada? Spaghetti stores. Another small business that will open up. <laughs> I don't know anything about poutine. It sounds vaguely like a dirty word, so... It can be. I think... You know what it is, though, right? Obviously. I mean... No, I don't. No, it's a food source no. of some type. Yeah. It's basically just uh, french fries, potato... Uh, french fries, cheese, and gravy. That sounds disgusting. It does sound disgusting. Have you ever had I'm poutine? Ne- no, no, but I don't. I don't like gravy. You, you know. Well, you like fries and cheese. I know that. You don't call that poutine. There's no gravy in there. Yeah, just no, I know. Yeah, no, I know. I get it. I'm just, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like when you just wildly mix mm-hmm. foods together, they're not as yeah. good as their individual parts, isn't it? It's it's weird that you say that because uh, I'm pretty sure Canada, their whole identity is based on poutine. It's a poutine-based economy up there. Yeah, I think it's so like, it's almost like mixing random foods together has created an entire country and national identity. Okay. Well, so first of all, yeah, creating poutine did not make Canada. They did not draw a line like, okay, so south of this line, nobody can make poutine. Have you ever made poutine? Accidentally, maybe. I might have dropped some gravy onto some fries and then some cheese get in there. I don't know. But that's a no. But, okay. well, you, but, but wait a minute. No, wait a minute. You agreed with me that poutine sounded disgusting. And it's three it's... normally good foods mixed together. And I'm so, I know this is a throwback. I know I said I was going to stop talking about this. This isn't even the food segment. It's disgusting. I mean, hey, listen, I'm not saying that it's not disgusting, but I think one of those ingredients is gross anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah, you love I mean... gravy. I've seen you eat gravy before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bice. that's, that's your yeah. dog backing me yeah. up. Thank you, Stella. You're, work, you're working her up. Okay, I can't have that. Okay. She's a big fan of food. Doesn't matter what's in there. I am too, but but uh, yeah, um, mixing mixing together foods has created an entire socialist nation. So you're helping prove my point. <laughs> they're they're so chill they can still be a part of England, not mind about being taxed without representation. Yeah, I they don't care. They're busy eating fries. It's pathetic. Covered in gravy. It's pathetic. Where's their sense of freedom? <laughs> Do they have bald eagles up there? I don't. What is uh, what's Canadian for freedom? I don't think they've got that word. That word. I don't think that they do either. I know they speak French, and I know those those people don't know freedom. They don't. Um, yeah. I want to say Pretty something about the guillotine, yeah. or yeah, that was the French um, Revolution. It was like two hundred years ago. Or, or or just rolling over for Hitler, just saying, yeah, come um, on in. Oh, or, I'm sorry. Uh, Are you going to hardline Hitler right now? You think you'd be able to resist his rope. many tanks? <laughs> They're too busy eating croissants. All right, let's take a step back from your blatant, disgusting racism and jingoism. <clears throat> Kyle doesn't really talk. He talks about the new Zelda is a good game. I haven't played. I don't own a Twitch. I'm not going to buy one. Or Switch, whatever it's called. Twitch is a streaming service. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. I'm too old to care about a lot of, about like getting my facts straight. I think I'm hitting that age. <laughs> <laughs> Where I feel like I should just be able to just yeah. like kind of fucking fly off the handle and then yeah, just say whatever someone, I want. Yeah. When someone looks at you weird, you go, you know what I meant. You know what I meant. <laughs> fucking Don't millennials, man. <laughs> just want to sit around and have everything handed to you. 
Sean, aren't you a millennial? Yeah. <laughs> and guess what? Spot on diagnosis. I'd love that. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, that's all he's done. And most of this was today. Yeah, I'm going to see Kyle later today. What do you, oh, what do you think Kyle's going to mm. be in the new Apocalypse? Uh, apocalypse? Um, I think he's anti-gun. He's so anti, he's like he's all of, anti-gun. Yeah. yeah. So he's not going to be in, he's not going to be in, and the news. Uh-huh. <laughs> Our collective, quote, and yeah. the news, end quote. Well, you think they'll have town criers? No. I think he's going to just be the guy in the sco- stockade. People throw <laughs> rotten food at Making all the plastic for those gems is really causing environmental damage. And then a kid fucking whips a tomato <laughs> in his face. I'm just kidding. I love you, Kyle. You're, you're great. I was going to say you're the best. You're not. I'm the best. But you're pretty good, too. <laughs> and and you can be whatever you want in the apocalypse, Kyle. You just got to put your mind to it. Yeah, well, you can't be part of our gang because you're anti-gun. <laughs> yeah. Our gang is so pro-gun. Pro-gun. It's so pro-gun. The NRA is going to look like a bunch of fucking idiots compared to us. <laughs> Another level. Yeah. We're on another level. Yeah. I think that I think that's his Twitter. That's good because I already closed it. I'm it. done with this segment. <laughs> that's it. So this is Wizard Year, as proclaimed by Jeff, and we are on. Um, so in my notes, I put Potter and the Phoenix, which I think now would be a pretty cool band name. Yeah. But this, this is the fifth Harry Potter movie, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. Slightly less cool band name. Yeah, not a very good band name at all. Uh, also not very good movie and or book name. Uh, it's not... Also kind of deceptive, because the movie doesn't really have yeah. a lot of the Order of the Phoenix. Yeah, and there's... Well, there's one actual Phoenix that shows up. Yep. That's it. But it doesn't give any orders, does it? No, and we've seen it before. <laughs> yeah. You know, ter- terrible name. Terrible name. Terrible name. I mean, they remake and they do prequels just show us the first time Voldemort showed up. Show us that Order of the Phoenix, because it seemed like a lot more happened back then. It really does, yeah. yeah. They seem, they seem pretty together and with it, but... Yeah. I guess, you know, I think that's a good point. I think I might like to see a movie better if it wasn't about how the evil dark wizard couldn't kill a baby. If he was just, Everyone's... like, a, a, a threat to actual wizards. Yeah. Instead of... Everyone's so scared of him. Yeah. We literally we literally have only seen him kill teenagers and fail to kill one teenager several times. Has he killed teenagers? He's only... He's killed Cedric, from what I can see. I... No, didn't... We talked about oh, this last yeah. time. Oh, yeah, he ordered the kill. He ordered, yeah, which is yeah. not as cool. Damn. Because he was just a little baby at the time. <laughs> kill him. <laughs> do you think they were trying to drop, they were trying to do like a parallels type thing between, like Harry Potter couldn't be killed when he yeah. was a baby, but when Voldemort's a baby, he can order people to be killed? <laughs> Some pretty sweet parallels in this film. They, they, were, they were thinking deep. Trying to make you uh, believe more that Voldemort can kill Harry Potter by showing him as an infant. Yeah. And Harry Potter is already 14 in the Triwizard Tournament. <laughs> so it's impressive that Voldemort was even close to killing him. Yeah, yeah. Look how dangerous this guy is. All right, Wormtail now dump his body that into was this. That the fire. This. Oh, yeah. This is the Order of the Phoenix, okay? Yeah. So uh, we get more of a little bit of Harry at home and his... <laughs> Walking to the saddest playground I've ever seen. Yeah. And then he just kind of watches, like, younger children play. Well, he sits sadly on a swing, which, I, if I was those parents, I would also gather my children up and leave. <laughs> yeah. He's some fucking 15-year-old just creeping on him. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, uh what's his, uh, is his cousin? Yeah, his cousin. It's his cousin, who his friends uh, affectionately call Big D. Is that is that what they called him? 
they call the uh, Big D. I don't know his name. I th- in my head, I think of him as Piglet, and I don't. <laughs> I think of Pugsley, but that's Adam's family. Yes, so. yeah, an infinitely better film. Yes. <laughs> Does that have a wizard in it? We should watch that after. We should, yeah. I think I might have told you this already, but I was. I saw the movie and it came to me. I was like, oh, I think I wanted to. I was gonna put it up on a dating website. Maybe we can do this for Kyle when we revamp that. Uh, always the fester, never the Gomez. <laughs> right? Pretty dope. Pretty dope. Pretty dope. Uh, anyway, Harry Potter. Yeah, his uh, his cousin. Yeah. In emboldened by having several friends and wearing a shiny t-shirt. Yeah. They threaten to beat <laughs> him up, but then they don't, because he pulls his wand out on them, which... Yeah. So easily. So easily. They should teach self-control at Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, self-control got the axe when they lost funding for, you know, math. Uh... <laughs> He's so used to solving his problems by murdering somebody that he does not know how to cope with every day. Well, uh, and imagine the kind of, I guess, I know it's a crude term, but I guess I'd say imagine mm. the blue balls he has after seeing seeing Cedric Diggory get killed, but then Harry not being able to kill anyone himself. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that last movie, he did not get to kill anybody. No. He had to run away like a little bitch. Yeah, and then when he was, which... alone, in, he was alone in a room with a guy who was not Mad-Eye Moody... And you know Harry was just fucking gunning for that kill. He was all amped up. Yeah. He had just seen his arch nemesis come back from a cauldron. (laughs) Where his baby body was dumped. That's just... So yeah, he pulls his wand out on his cousin like immediately. And then a weird storm hits. And they all run away. And they're going back home. And they're attacked by Dementors in a tunnel. I wasn't clear on where this tunnel was or what was happening. But... They run through a tunnel. And then, boom, Dementors. Boom. Harry fights him off. Uh, later in the film, someone mentions that Muggles can't see Dementors. Yeah. So what do you think What do you think uh, his cousin is thinking? Yeah, I don't know. He's, maybe he's just thinking he's having a heart attack? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. Harry's he's levitating against a wall, and then he, he feel, feels like he's sucking my soul out. Right. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't make any... A lot of these books and films don't make sense. Yeah. It's funny. Summons a Patronus. And he's not supposed and to do, yeah, part of the, the crux of the beginning half of the film is that he's not supposed to do magic outside of Hogwarts, because yeah. he's not a certain age yet or something. He's not 17, or if I don't you, know. Yeah. There's a, Under the age of 17, you're not allowed to perform magic, yeah. and you're certainly not allowed to perform magic in front of muggles. Yeah. Well, we're, we're, we're <laughs> gonna, I'm going to keep coming back to that point, because, the, uh, but uh, he, he, Harry fights off the Dementors with his magic. And then a woman shows up and is just like, let's go home. Yeah, Mrs. Fig. And we get, well, this is confirmation that Dumbledore has had Harry under surveillance since he left them here with the Dursleys. Yeah. It's their neighbor from across the street. Two more times they show her just fucking staring out the window at them. Yeah. Like the neighbor from Bewitched. I don't. Yeah, no one, get, no one will get that reference. Yeah. No one will get that reference. Sorry, I didn't grow up in the 60s. I'm sorry. Bastard. Um, Fucking millennials yeah. never getting a Bewitched reference. <laughs> no, not the Will Ferrell movie. Fucking millennials. There was a Will Ferrell one? Yeah, with uh, Nicole Kidman. Oh. You don't even get that reference. No, I don't even. No, I'm sorry. Do, is that what you want to watch next? That definitely has witches in it. <laughs> it's got witch right in the title. We're going to watch. That's the next. That's after. After the Harry Potter films, we're going to watch Bewitched, the the newer one. Nicole Kidman uh, and that other guy you said, whose name? Will 
something. Will Pharrell Williams. Will Pharrell Williams, yes. So, but, uh, yeah, yeah, under surveillance, every day. I'm every just, day. I'm just saying. And now, uh, the whole thing is that he was using magic under the age of 17, and, and he was going to have no witnesses, right? Yeah. But they send that letter literally, like, 20 minutes after the incident. Yeah. Like, he gets home, and they send that letter, like, how did you know I was using magic? Like, if no one was there to witness it. Other than my cousin, who is, like... Stupefied. Well, he wouldn't been he wouldn't have been able to see them too, right? Because muggles can't right. see. Yeah. Well, I think so. I think what it was supposed to be is that um, the ministry or someone in the ministry actually ordered the Dementors to attack him, so they knew yeah. he was going to try to defend himself. So it was a trap. Either he got his soul sucked out, or he was expelled from Hogwarts. Which <laughs> the expulsion from Hogwarts. First of all, he can just go hang out with Sirius Black, which is kind of a thing he already <laughs> wanted to do. Like, yeah. it's really Sirius not already wanted him to drop out. Yeah. Like, it's really not that big of a deal. Like, just go, why don't, hey, you know what you could do is you could just go learn magic from someone else. Yeah, that Death Eater from the other school with the serious uh, Quidditch team. Oh, shit, I didn't even think of that. He could actually just move. He has a bank full of gold. I, <laughs> he could just move somewhere else. He could probably <laughs> afford to have Hermione and Ron and Ron's whole family move with him, too. <laughs> it doesn't, I don't, oh, there's so much. Yeah. How important is this fucking school? Because I wrote this, I wrote this down. This is later on my notes, but yeah. like I get that the plot is going to revolve around the school, but all of the stuff they show us, there's so much focus on this fucking school. <laughs> is this the only yeah. wizard school in England? <laughs> it's it's got to be. It's got to be because they are so focused on it. But now, so how does everyone not know what's going on though? Like it's the only school. I, uh. <laughs> It's just, it's How come the ministry is not already in control of that school? Right. Uh, yeah. Like now, do you think do you think his gold is is actually worth something in the Muggle world? Um, because at one point, it's fucking gold. It's one, <laughs> it's gold at, is worth something in our world. Yes, Jeff. Yes. At one point, uh, Mr. Weasley uh, has to. He says, "Let me get out my Muggle money because they're in the they're in the Muggle world." Yeah. Sounds like a derogatory let term, me, by the way. Let me get let me get my Muggle money. Yeah. So like their whole economy. They didn't have to separate their economy from the Muggle world, but somehow they've done it. They've got different different styles of bills, and we just assume that gold is obviously good everywhere. But so I think I think this is another example of how probably those in power at the Ministry have been able to sort of isolate wizards to keep them under control. I mean, mm. we see at the college, the, the, this fucking middle school, high school, they're not taught math. I don't see any accounting classes. There's no geography. There's no philosophy. What, what are the classes? The classes are protect yourself against evil wizards, plants, potions, predict the future. Your first year, you have Wand 101. Do you? Where you well, they learn to levitate, you know? Okay. Well, I guess that's wands. Wands and or levitation magic. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and then there's magical beasts and where to find yeah. them. The class with Hagrid. <laughs> And then there's... Oh, oh, they teach them music, I guess? They're like, they, there's a there's scene... There's a choir. Yeah. yeah. So, five, six, seven classes. Can you think of any others? No. I don't even know what the fuck McGonagall teaches. <laughs> she teaches just fucking kicking back, chilling out, and saying dope uh, shit. Yeah, I mean, she was teaching transmogrification. So, shapeshifting, yeah. Okay, so eight classes. Uh, None of those are math, English, biology, accounting, chemistry, although I guess potions might be chemistry a little bit. Like, how do you... You can't function in normal society that way. You have to live in this weird wizard world. And then the ministry just takes care of everything for you. It's messed up. It's messed up. I'm sorry. It's up. I, I know I keep going off on these films. It's just, they're dark. They're a lot yeah. darker than I think. And and, and Voldemort wants to change that. 
and they're freaking out. And you know what? Voldemort knows how to change that. You start mm-hmm. with the kids. You change how they're taught. It's why he wants to be principal of this middle school, high school. So, okay, uh, they bring uh, Piglet to the hospital, and Harry mm-hmm. has to stay home after he gets a little letter that tells him he's expelled. So he gets a letter that tells him he's expelled, and his uncle is like, Justice? But that just yeah. means that Harry has to live with them year-round. <laughs> so... Yeah, now you'll never finish your wizard training. You'll just have whatever you've done to my son. <laughs> yeah. And all the other <laughs> stuff I've seen you do, and no discipline. Um, so then Harry's just kind of chilling out, and then six wizards do a B&E. They break and enter into the Dursleys to, quote-unquote, yeah. rescue Harry? One that we've seen before, Yeah, but uh, that was that was being impersonated by somebody else. Yeah. How does how does he know all these wizards? He doesn't. And what? And would you trust Mad Eye Moody if no. the whole semester was some, he was somebody else? No, I'd like ask for a code word. I'd be like, y- you need to like give, flash me the flash me the fucking Dumbledore gang sign. <laughs> right, he's, he's just so excited to get out of that house that uh, he's willing to follow anybody. Yeah, well, he's probably figuring if these people turn on him, he'll get a chance to kill six people at once, and that might that might calm the voices for a, a second. Now, can you can you answer me this, Sean? Is flying on a broom considered magic? Um, I would say so. Yeah, <laughs> I would say so. They, Could then they have expelled him for flying on that broom? Yeah, because they like so you can't you're not allowed to yeah. protect yourself from soul sucking demons, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you can fly like right by the windows of a yacht on a broom. <laughs> you can just zip right past. You can fly through the sky on these horse corpses with wings. Yeah. We see the Thestrals find that's later on, but like they just fly over the city so many times, like it's no big deal. Now, is this a new minister of magic, the guy that's in charge of it? Because I remember he flew in a car once, and the minister of magic's like, nah, do whatever you want. He blew up his aunt, and he's like, yeah, that's fine, do whatever you want. Uh, I don't know. They laughed about it. And yeah, this guy's kinda, like, yeah. This guy's like, nah. Well, I think, <laughs> I think he's different now because he thinks Harry is... Uh, Helping Dumbledore overthrow the ministry. Well, I think that yeah, and the guy, t- the t- guy t- learns. T- the, sorry, the guy learns that Harry is a minion of Dumbledore. That he's really <laughs> yeah. just a pawn. He's yeah. upset. He he needs job security. He can't have Dumbledore doing whatever the fuck Dumbledore wants. Yeah. Well, before the trial, <clears throat> we go to an apartment building where six people who clearly look like wizards <laughs> stand openly on the street while the building extends itself out. Because there's apparently this hidden apartment, and just no one sees that. None of the people, I don't know, across the street look out their windows. <laughs> then, like, what? The secrecy stuff is just a bunch of bullshit. It's just designed to punish people. Yeah. It's just, it's just so the ministry can go. We're throwing you in jail without a trial. <laughs> yeah. Now, here's the is is street sweeping more uh, uh, prevalent in England? Is it not weird to see like six people outside of an apartment building just holding brooms? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? And how? Uh, how annoying must that apartment building be? You gotta like stand outside for like two minutes. Yeah. Well, it sneaks itself out of the other other apartments. I, does it go back in after, or are people like, oh, I thought I was the third entrance in, but it looks like I'm the fourth one in. Why? Why don't they just teleport in? They <laughs> they have teleport spells. It's not hard. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, nope, they're gonna do this big set piece thing, and then they go into the filthy house that is disgusting. No one cleans it. Well, Creature cleans it, yeah. but he's not happy about it. No. Oh, yeah, I mean, we get to see the hero, the wrongfully mm. accused murderer series, Black, is definitely a slave owner. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's a good thing he's... Harry looks up to him. 
a mass murderer on the loose. Yeah. They don't think to look at his in his family at his family home. Yeah. Does nobody does nobody keep his address? No. How do owls get to him? I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, they just didn't bother. There's no way he'd go there. There's no that's too obvious. It's way too obvious. There's no way he would also then use that yeah. house as the location, the base location for a secret society run yeah, by another not... <laughs> troublemaker that the the ministry doesn't really love. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's not too much heat on him, on him that he could just, you know, take my house. It's fine. Yeah. I'll live there. It'll be cool. Creature does not like Harry Potter. Also, Harry Potter walks by a creature. He knows what hell's, <laughs> those hells are, what they go through. Does not introduce himself. Doesn't even say fucking hi. Yeah, just walks right by. Doesn't nod his head. Just walks right yep. by. Like, uh, you're less than, obviously, so I don't need to talk to you. I'm to, the yeah. boy who lived. You're some kind of fucking slave. It's amazing <laughs> how quickly Harry Potter is into slavery as soon as he realizes Sirius Black does it. He's like, oh, Sirius Black does it? It must be cool. <laughs> must be, yeah, I want a slave. Cool, I want a slave. Oh, man, I should have kept that slave. <laughs> I shouldn't have set that other elf free. I should have taken him. <laughs> now, I don't know um, much about this, but if Sirius Black sold that house, does Creature go with the house or go with the family? I think he he's, he owns the family owns him. Yeah, so if you sold the house, since they're house elves, you just take it to I, another house. I mean, I think they're just elves, and the house is a derogatory term attached to remind them of their status. All right. That like a house, they're just a possession. I, I would just like to see those contracts drawn up when you're selling a house. I think they're in a locked room in the ministry where the elves don't ever get to read them, and also I don't think the elves are taught to read. <laughs> um, Harry learns about the Order of the Phoenix, which is a secret mm. society created by Dumbledore to fight Voldemort way back when, even though everybody was on Dumbledore's side because nobody yeah. liked Voldemort. So, quote-unquote, secret society definitely means seditious terrorist cell, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the Ministry is correct to be afraid of Dumbledore. Yeah, good, good. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, Dumbledore swears Hermione and Ron to secrecy. We'll tell these teenagers, but not Harry Potter. Yeah, he's not allowed to learn any cool things. <laughs> they get a little tour of the house or whatever. I don't know. There's yeah. some hijinks. It's not that interesting. Um, and then we get a, we get a sense of how out of touch Mr. Weasel is. We yeah, Weasley. Oh. I kept writing Weasel in my notes, but yeah. Well, we know like um, they hear Snape as part of the Order of the Phoenix. Yeah, they hear him in the, in the discussions. Yeah, he does not stick around for dinner. No, no, he's, he's out of he's there. Not, yeah, he's not want to eat with Harry Potter. He's so annoyed by him. Oh, uh, fucking would you? <laughs> no, I would not. That's like if I was like, hey, Jeff, come come hang out for dinner. And then you got to the place we were having dinner, and there was just like a dude with two guns on his shoulders firing them constantly <laughs> wildly into the air. He's dangerous. Of course you wouldn't want to be near him. Yeah. But then he's, he's got to go to this, uh, he's got to go to a trial to nope. see if he's going to get, get expelled. No. No? No, this is a, first of all, this is a hearing. Yeah. They didn't give him a trial. They just expelled him immediately. He didn't get a trial. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I guess the Order of the Phoenix, these terrorists, uh, kicked up enough dust to get Harry a hearing to try to reverse the decision that was already made without any input. So that's that's cool. Um, it's a hearing because you know teenagers are a lot like uh, creatures; they have to talk about their future instead of just sending them off to Azkaban or expelling them. Yeah, well, they didn't send them to Azkaban, which is nice of them. I mean, they could have. They could have. Well, my thing, too, is what... So what happens now? Like, let's say Harry gets expelled, and he's just expelled. Mm -hmm. He can't use magic for, what, two years? And then what? He's just a half-trained wizard? Just running yeah, around doing whatever the fuck he wants? Like... If using magic in, in front of muggles under the age of 17 or in front of muggles is not allowed, and the... What's, what's the word I'm looking for? And the punishment is you're expelled from school. What, then, is the incentive to not use magic? 
Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Maybe. No, <laughs> uh, actually, I do know. Um, this insane focus on Quidditch. You know, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta try to get on the Quidditch team. You want to see the Quidditch games. Yeah, you won't be allowed. You won't be allowed at Quidditch matches. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't make any. It's just to drive the plot forward. It's not very well done. I don't think. Yeah, we know. We know that uh, wizards don't use subways. Yeah, because they are confused. Yeah. By turnstiles. Very out of place. I mean, again, here we see Harry paying the way of one of the weasels. Yeah. He's got to use his subway card for Mr. Weasel. They hide the guest entrance to the Ministry of Magic in a phone booth. So they know what a phone booth is for muggles, and they know they can adjust that, but they, they don't know anything about stuff in the muggle world. I guess. Just enough to hide stuff as muggle stuff. And they use paper airplanes as memos in the Ministry of Magic yep. instead of email. Yep, or I don't, yeah, they, they don't they, use owls because the owls used to shit everywhere, I guess. Which makes me wonder what the health conditions at fucking Hogwarts are, because I see owls <laughs> flying in and out of the fucking dining room all the time. Yeah, birds just shit when they have to shit. They don't, it's so, they don't hold it and shit later, they just drop it. It's also not just shit. Birds have cloacas, which is shit mm-hmm. and piss. So when a bird God. shits on your car, it's usually pretty, pretty, pretty wet. Pretty runny. Yeah. 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 I mean, just it's a little science. Efficient. Just a little science brought to you by Heads Up. <laughs> <laughs> now, I think owls, they swallow their uh, food whole, right? And then they they vomit up uh, a sack of bones and little hair. A pellet, yeah. So, often. so where, where are those? I don't, I don't see a lot of cleaning being done at Hogwarts, mm-hmm. so who knows? So they have this, this person, they, they have a hearing for a child about using, using magic, and they... They have the hearing without a parent or guardian there. They're just going to decide the fate of this minor. Yeah. Without without any fucking adult. Well, that shows you the terrifying power that the ministry has granted itself, essentially, in the <laughs> wizarding world. Kids, what, 15? And they just, just don't give a shit. It's just irrelevant. <laughs> At first, he doesn't even get a fucking lawyer. He doesn't get representatives. No. <laughs> like... They were going to make a 15-year-old defend himself, and the entire room of wizards was okay with that. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. This wasn't like some underhanded move that like yeah. a couple wizards did, and then they had a secret meeting. There's like a good 40 fucking people in that room, and no one is like, uh, it's kind of fucked up to make a 15-year-old defend himself because he doesn't know the fucking laws. <laughs> yeah. Nope. No one cares. Just no one gives a shit. They moved, they moved his hearing, hoping that Dumbledore wouldn't make it. The, old, the one person that was going to defend him, they're like, no, yeah. fuck this. So Dumbledore says some troubling things, as far as I could tell, when he's there. First and foremost, uh, he says that the Ministry should mount an investigation into why the Dementors attacked Harry. But the phrase he uses is into why the Dementors attacked without authorization. Yeah. Which means the fucking Ministry can authorize Dementor attacks. They're fucking drone strikes. They suck your soul out. (laughs) Yeah. Like, what? Jesus Christ. (laughs) That's that's uh, that's a this is a world of terrors and nightmares. <laughs> you, you think there's an approval process and there's like a there's like court that just like rubber stamps those approvals? Yes, of course. It's probably the court that they're in right now. <laughs> I, and this in this world, by the way, was not built by Voldemort. He's no. the rebel outsider who wants to change things. <laughs> yeah. This world is built by the institutions which Voldemort intends to overthrow. <laughs> Soul-sucking Dementor demon attacks authorized by the fucking ministry. Why? <laughs> Jesus. I mean, can we really... That's the other thing. Can we blame Voldemort for using Dementors when yeah. the ministry itself uses them? It's insane. There's so many other ways 
to dispatch of people, arrest people. Oh, to have these to, <laughs> to have these dark creatures that suck out souls. It, it, it's sadistic. It's crazy. There's a stupefy spell. <laughs> yeah. Which is the bread and butter yeah. of, uh, of wizardry, apparently. Yeah. Wizard cops show up and they just shout stupefy and hope that hopefully everybody drops. <laughs> those wizards co- cops were not using stupefy, okay? There were red lasers coming out of those fucking wands. <laughs> they were shooting to kill. Well, all right. That's fair. I mean, they could use stupefy, but I guess when your other alter... So I guess it's a good point. Maybe some of these wizard cops are like, holy shit, if I capture this person... They go to mm-hmm. Azkaban, where their souls get yeah. sucked out. It's probably better I shoot to kill right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing these people a favor. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just, uh, God, it was, I, I paused the movie to, like, write a fucking rant about it. Because you can't, you can't blame Voldemort. You can't be like, oh, he's yeah. gathering a bunch of evil beasts to him, like Dementors. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, the Ministry uses those apparently as the equivalent of drone strikes. He's trying to get giants on his side. Okay, first of all, A, racist. Um, B, Haggard's half-giant. Uh, C, as far as I can tell, giants aren't magic. They're just big people. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it, oh, my God. And when, like, when you turn a weapon against your oppressor, I really don't mm. think you can be classified as the criminal there. No. It's like, they get so associated with Voldemort because they look evil. They look dark. But, like, it's it's something that's approved by this government. Yeah. It's disgusting how many people are on Harry Potter's side, I guess, is all I'm saying. <laughs> it just it disgusts me how many people think Voldemort's the bad guy. I mean, have we ever thought about hearing Voldemort out? No, no one did. We'll get to that later, but when, when he shows up mm-hmm. and Dumbledore steps out of that fireplace, there's no, what are you doing here? There's no, what's your end goal? There's just an immediate laser battle, and they throw spells <laughs> at each other, and they fucking wreck up the ministry. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm jumping ahead. I, yeah, I just, no. Uh, at one point, um, Dumbledore's defense is like, you can use magic um, in front of muggles if there's immediate danger. Yeah. Right? And the response the Minister of Magic has is, laws can be changed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's saying, don't push this line, Dumbledore, because we'll just change the law and retroactively convict this kid. <laughs> yeah. Or rather, retroactively uphold this conviction we made without a trial. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking terrifying. <laughs> Yeah, so he, he gets out of that, and Dumbledore refuses to talk to him. Yeah, we I mean, we learn why. He does this all throughout the movie. Yeah. We learn why at the end. It's not a very good reason, but... No. <laughs> <laughs> there is... There, one exists, is the best we can say. Yeah, it's not like he's uh, he's always telling Harry Potter the truth anyway. Yeah. So pleasantries would probably be fine. <laughs> That's what I thought, too. I was like, yeah, you could probably just hang out with him and just lie. <laughs> You've been doing that for 14 years. Yeah. 15 years now. He eats up whatever you say, so just say anything. It's fine. Whatever you want. Use him to lay traps. That's what <laughs> yeah. you, you, you plan to spend his life on Voldemort anyways. Uh, so after the trial... Oh, well, sorry. Is there anything else you want to talk mm-hmm. about? The trial was pretty dense with terrifying moments like that, though, where just they, <laughs> they peel back sort of the corrupt nature of the ministry. Yeah, it's insane. But no, that's, that's, that's all I get there. So they're, it's fucking nuts. They go... Oh, yeah, they, they go back to yeah. go back. Uh, briefly, they're back in Sirius's uh, parents' house, and then they're sending the kids home to Hogwarts, mm-hmm. quote-unquote, home. So, essentially, they're going back to another kind of prison. And there's something Sirius Black wanted to tell or give to Harry that he couldn't do at his house, so he had to walk around as a dog. Oh, yeah, that... Because <sighs> nothing raises less suspicion than a, than a loose dog unattended. A big one, too. He's like a... Yeah. 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 
Well, I'm starting also to see why... So, Sirius Black, Sirius Black escapes Azkaban. You think he does that alone? I think I think Dumbledore helps bring him from Azkaban mm-hmm. in order to teach Harry to, uh, how to take risks. He wants yeah. Harry to be a little... He wants Harry to be reckless. He needs... Because, I mean, again, Dumbledore yeah. intends to use Harry to spend Harry's life to defeat Voldemort. And he, he he's like, yeah, kid, this guy's way cool. He owns slaves. He <laughs> yeah. takes all sorts of crazy risks that risk his life and not mine. He's got sick tattoos. He's got sick tattoos that we don't know if he got them in prison or before. It doesn't make sense <laughs> if he got them in prison, but why is he all tatted up before? With, yeah. like, prison tattoos? It uh, I don't know. He's got a sweet uh, fire spell to talk to people that no one else ever uses since they don't have phones. I didn't like the fire spell. The fire spell was different here where it was just yeah. he was in the fire itself instead of instead his of face like pushed through ashes. coals. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't look as cool. It didn't look, it was just like a TV <laughs> in fire. It was not. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did have a qu- about Sirius. He talks about he shows Harry that picture of the yes, original yeah. order of the phoenix. The he's That's like, what he wants to give him. Yeah. Yeah. Your your parents were terrorists. You should join this terrorist organization with me. <laughs> And he points out like, and he he points out um, Neville's parents. Yeah. And he goes, they suffered a fate worse than death. Yeah. Like, because they were tortured. It's like, yeah, but they also died, right? <laughs> yeah. Also, they suffered death. Yes. Fate worse than death, and also death. <laughs> 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 they were all, they were killed. First one, but then the other. Yes. <laughs> but then, when Sirius is like, ta- he points out Harry's parents too, and then mm-hmm. he talks about James Potter, Harry Potter's father, and I. The way they were positioned in the photo and the way Sirius Black talked about him, is there like... Something going on there? It, was Something there? It, that's kind of what it... Like, was there kind of like a homoerotic love story kind of going on there? Was there... Did James and Lily Potter have an open relationship? Was Lily a beard for James? <laughs> like, I, I just... I don't know. Yeah. But as soon as I saw that, I was like, this is... No, Jeff, no offense. You and I are good friends. Yeah. yeah. If you died yeah. and you had a kid, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mm. do that shit to him. <laughs> You wouldn't you wouldn't uh, nudge him to join a secret army no, to fight. Not uh, even if you belong to it. Not if we, not even if you and I both belong to it. Yeah, yeah. He mentions uh, James Potter a lot. He rarely mentions Lily Potter. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> He's a big fan of James Potter. That's my point. It's just kind of suspicious. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with it, of course. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. But I, I just want to know. Yeah, I just want to know because it really really seemed like they were trying to say. <laughs> By the way, mm. by the way, Harry, <laughs> I was really close to your dad, and uh, I just think you should know. Just think you should know. And Harry Potter has a vision of seeing Voldemort in the uh, in the train station. We know it's a vision immediately, and not real life, because Voldemort is wearing shoes. Yep, yep. He's wearing like a. F- he's not wearing ratty robes. Yeah. And bare feet. Yeah, he's got like actual shoes on. Like it's been like a year, bro. Like buy some shoes. <laughs> Get some fucking plastic surgery on that face. <laughs> yeah. There's gonna be some sort of spell to normalize that face, right? <laughs> glue glue a fucking nose on. <laughs> Wear those Groucho Marx glasses. glasses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's you have multiple solutions. Uh, so we learn about the Thestrals, horses that look like undead horses with wings that pull the carriages <laughs> to the school. Um, thanks to thanks to Luna Lovegood, right? Yep. Who I. We'll, we'll get later. I mean, if I, I'm not gonna forget, I have her in my notes. But later on, she does. She exhibits the most terrifying tendency. I think she's more dangerous than Hermione. But we'll we'll get to that later. She's not just not as interested. But if she was, she would be fucking intense. 
they get back to the school. Uh, some kid tries to shit talk Harry because yeah, Seamus Seamus is mad because he's been reading his mother's been reading the newspapers. Yeah, and Harry Potter is lying and he knows it and and she, he almost couldn't go back to Hogwarts. Yeah. <laughs> Harry Potter's like, what? Fuck you. And then Ron's like, does anybody have a problem with Harry Potter? Yeah, that's what Ron, fuck you up. in full thug mode, <laughs> is just like, bring it. I'll fucking attack all of you. I'm fucking a, I am a dangerous lunatic. Yeah, and everybody in uh, in Gryffindor just like, like kind of disperses yeah. or like looks at the ground. Not it's like, it. yeah, I don't yeah, they've no, they know what's been going on the last few years. Yep. They hear Ron's nightmares are about giant spiders, okay? Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah, and he went, it, it was a couple hours. He was with Harry for a couple hours in the Forbidden Forest, and he's had nightmares for like two or three years about giant spiders. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't step to either of them. I, like, I would just, mm. no, I would just, you know what I would do? I'd go back to my fucking studies where I'm learning how to bend reality. Del- Dolores Umbridge is just like very comfortable t- starting to take over. Yeah, uh, I don't know, I find Hogwarts her. Almost immediately. I find her more irritating than like scary because she's like a product of a bureaucracy, and mm-hmm. I learned in my early teen years how to deal with bureaucracies. Just avoid them. Yeah. <laughs> just do whatever you're going to do anyways, which is some yeah. of what the students do. That's Just agree with the bureaucrat, Yeah, you just go and then do whatever you're going to do anyway. Yeah. Thank you, yes. <laughs> you would, there's so many people I meet in my day-to-day life who don't know how to do that. <laughs> It's actually, it's, I, Jeff, you know, I work in a college. A lot of the students I run into, they're just like, how do I solve this problem? I was just like, just do whatever you're going to do. Just go do the thing. They're just like, I want to do this thing. And I go, okay, go do it. And they go, oh, I can't. Because I, I think, they, they haven't even talked to anybody. They just go, I think the school wouldn't like that. And I go, well, there's two ways to find out. Do it and see if they care or ask for permission like a fucking baby. Yeah. <laughs> Pick one. Uh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yada. No, no. I mean, Harry Potter kind of kind of has that originally. Well, not really. Once once he gets punished, he kind of has that feeling. But he ha- he has to like her first class teaching Harry Potter. The first thing he does is like, yeah, Voldemort's back. Yeah. You, you dumb bitch. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's fucking really rocking the boat day one, like a fucking idiot. <laughs> she hasn't even started class. She's handed out books. Yeah. And he's like, I'll fucking hate your guts, you dumb bitch. Well, you see, nothing is more abhorrent to these students than learning from a book. <laughs> if it's not all murder spells and torture <laughs> spells and mind control spells, they are not fucking having it. Yeah, I mean, you you got you got to like give them some credit because last last year that time someone was showing them the forbidden cur- curses. <laughs> yeah, like I get it, I get it, but I she's fucking Umbridge has a point. She yeah. shows up and she starts giving them a legitimate education. <laughs> yeah. And Harry Potter immediately starts having a crybaby fit above Voldemort. Yeah. It's nothing risk-free about me <laughs> fighting somebody. It's like, yeah, well, we're here to learn uh, yeah. not to not to fight somebody. Yeah. You, this isn't a fucking paramilitary school, or it's not supposed to be. <laughs> what is it? Oh, it, you see Luna, uh, find, well, Harry finds Luna in the forest feeding those uh, pestrels over there. I love this scene. And she... Tr- she tries. She tries to feed it an apple at first. Yeah, and it's like, nah. But she, then she pulls out raw meat from her purse. Yep. <laughs> so these are car- carnivorous animals. These yeah. are these are insane animals. Imagine what kind of predator that is. <laughs> she calls them gentle, but then they eat red meat, so they have to be yeah. predators. They can't just find red meat mm-hmm. places. But there, if you haven't been personally, if you haven't witnessed death, yeah, they're fucking invisible. 
Yeah, here's the thing. You're fucking invisible. You're you're walking around the woods with your Minotaur family, right? Or Centaur family. <laughs> All of a sudden, your dad gets taken down. Boom. His throat ripped out. Boom. All of a sudden, this pestrel appears, eating your, your father's throat. A giant winged horse that looks like it died two weeks ago. <laughs> you can't see it until it's already killed one member of your family. Yeah, but I mean, they, they, they travel apparently in packs. So I don't mm. think you get the chance to just sit and watch your dad get eaten. I think another one fucking takes you down from behind while you're watching. Yeah. So you just feel a, a breeze because they're flying over to you. Yeah. Ugh, um, dangerous animals. So also that scene. First mm. of all, I think Luna Lovegood is a really good character. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked her in the books too. But So she immediately and fucking so easily fucking easier than Hermione hasn't gotten to this point yet. Luna is just she's thinking like Voldemort. <laughs> Harry's like, oh, I know what being alone's like and she's like, yeah, that's probably exactly what fucking Voldemort wants you to feel like you have nowhere to turn right. and you're fucking alone all the time. And he's like, oh, duh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I hadn't thought of it. Like, he's such a fucking... I, uh. This is this is one half of why I think Luna Lovegood is fucking terrifying because yeah. she effortlessly and almost emotionlessly, like she, she never expresses any emotion other than this kind of blank, just empty, like I'm just kind of at peace doing whatever, and I don't really care what you think. I'm just I'm just yeah. here doing stuff. It's cool. I'm looking at books upside down. I don't even care. She exposes this Voldemort's plan, like to mm-hmm. fucking isolate this kid. Where Hermione's like constantly trying to let uh, have her have Harry Potter let her in. Yeah. Luna Lovegood's like, yeah, you gotta let people in because uh, Voldemort wants you to be alone. And he's like, oh, right. Someone explained it to me. Instead of trying to manipulate <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah, oh, okay. I mean, the people I spend my, most of my time with apparently don't realize I'm super dumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they, so a lot of the information they give us comes in mm. the swirling newspaper announcement. <laughs> which I thought was an odd choice for a movie that came out in what, like 2009, 2007, yeah. something like that? But that's where I put the note, how important is this fucking middle slash high school? Because there's <laughs> so much focus on it in the wizarding world, but I mean, I guess it's if, it, if it's the only one in England. If it's the only... Everyone's yeah. everyone's kid is there. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, like it might... It, and, uh, makes sense. And before the try was a tournament, there was very little news getting out of that school. The occasional owl that I imagine Dumbledore had edited for content. Yeah. And that's why, like, I see when they when they first back to the school, like going back a little bit, and Malfoy's like giving Harry Potter shit. It's like, yeah, he's been reading the newspaper, yeah. and his dad <laughs> talks shit about Harry Potter, so of course he's like, yeah, Ugh, fuck that guy, this fucking kid. But yeah, I mean, now now that uh, Dumbledore's not uh, communicating with Harry at all, I know that he's talked to Ron and Hermione in the absence. So I don't know if Hermione is making these plans now uh, on her own yeah. or at Dumbledore's uh, Dumbledore's command, but. She she's taking over all the planning stages and like Harry Potter. What if you like uh, trained everybody to fight? Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. <laughs> well, before that, we get um, Umbridge becomes Inquisitor or whatever yeah. of, of Hogwarts. I love England. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so she just doing all this stuff, making all these rules. Yeah. And Arcus Filch loves it. Finally, somebody is taking control of these kids. Yes. He fucking loves it. Yeah, I kind of love it too. (laughs) So, two things. One, they treat having extra rules like it's some sort Mm. of immediate oppressive regime. (laughs) Where she's just like, yeah, now you can't do this anymore. Everyone's like, oh no, what? We can't do whatever the fuck we want all the time? (laughs) Her first 50 rules were like, fine. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. It's like, try to act like adults. 
Be more orderly. Don't wear hats yeah. in class. <laughs> Don't just willy-nilly use magic in the halls. Yeah. This is the magic is super dangerous actually, guys. So Yeah. Um and then she fires Professor Future Seer. Trelawney? That sounds right, but I Yeah. I wrote down a lot of people's names, but not hers. That's so I don't fine. know why. So yeah, she asks the lady, the the diviner, the divination witch, if she can make one single prediction, and she can't really. She makes a "You are in terrible danger," which is, of course, you are. You're a wizard. Their entire world is danger and horror and terror, and yeah. there could be dementors outside the school waiting to suck your soul out on orders of the fucking Grand High Minister. Yeah, they at least know one escape prisoner from Azkaban. I don't know if the 20 had escaped already, but yeah, there's a good chance you're probably in danger. People have died every year for the last four years. Especially the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher has been in danger every year. It's a dangerous position. <laughs> yeah. um, the other thing they do is they, yeah, when she fires Trelawney, they treat the firing of, of a professor like some sort of immediate tragedy. And it's really not yeah. that big of a deal. People, people lose their jobs every day. Yeah. Like, this lady can't really teach these kids divination because, uh, obviously, she can't. <laughs> she can't make a single prediction. She, like, it's... Mm. But instead, everybody gathers in the courtyard to, like, mourn her expulsion from this school. It's like, guys, go, first of all, go make back... Make it more embarrassing for her. Go back to class and learn how to change <laughs> shape, you fucking morons! I'm, I know I've been trying to swear less on the podcast, but I... It, this is... It's unbelievable! <laughs> It's offensive to me. (laughs) Okay. After that, yeah, Hermione pushes uh, Harry into forming his own terrorist cell. Since the terrorist cell he wanted to join wouldn't let him join. He was too young. Yeah. It's like we've got to have a a group of able-bodied teenagers that can can fight. Yeah. We need child soldiers. (laughs) And what what do they very aptly name this group? Mm, Dumbledore's Army. Yeah. Like they always were from the beginning. Like every student at Hogwarts unknowingly is. And that's, by the way, that's like an hour into this film. The first hour of this film is just like, here's another thing you don't really care about. This is the Order of the Phoenix. This doesn't ever really come up again. (laughs) You'll never see it again. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Thankfully, it's like a half hour shorter than the last two or three movies. Yeah, this one is only about two hours long. Dear God. Yeah. Dear God. Yeah. Well, they cut the Quidditch scenes. You know, there was a, there was about <laughs> half an hour. Quidditch. Yeah, there was about a half an hour Quidditch somewhere in there. They had to decided to cut it. But you think Harry's still still playing Quidditch this year? Probably not. There were no rules about Quidditch being put up or banned. Yeah. So I think it's probably fine. Probably fine. We just don't ever see it because it's the worst. Maybe he's too old to play it now. <clears throat> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not as exciting Vaged seeing fifteen year olds get hurt. <laughs> the room of requirement is that what it's called? Something like that. I don't... Or Ron's like, if I really needed to take a shit, it would appear. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I guess. It's, that's not a dumb question, by the way. No, it's not. No. But... but yeah, it's just, it's whatever you need. But didn't Filch need to find those kids? <clears throat> yeah, well... <laughs> but, like, the perspective these kids have is they find mm. it, and I forget who says it. It might be Hermione. But she's like, oh, the room appears to people who have a real need, and... And then someone is like, it's like the school wants us to fight back. Are you fucking kidding me, guys? Are you are you that fucking obsessed with killing? Like, yeah, yeah. This, the inanimate building wants us to murder. <laughs> well, they've heard all these stories that Harry Potter's been telling. And he's just like, I want to kill somebody. He is the correct That's... person to put in charge of this class, though. 
<laughs> if, you're, if you're training a group of people to kill, you do take the kid who's been killing people with his bare hands since he was 11. Yeah. He only knows four spells, but yeah. those are the only ones he's been needing to kill anybody, so he's fine with it. If only he could teach the use your hands to turn someone's entire body to dust spell. <laughs> Some of the group dynamics I thought were kind of interesting, too, because Hermione does really kind of push behind the scenes to have Harry up front, and then Harry is sort of the charismatic cult leader here, yeah. and Ron is, uh, well, Ron is also there. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know. He shows up. Yeah. We get some, uh, I, I mean, maybe you can talk about this with Brett on Harry Potter after, or Potter after Dark, excuse me. Um we get some sexual tension between Harry oh, and Cho, yeah. and then we get we see Ron's little sister, Ginny, looking longingly. Jealous. Some yeah. jealous looks thrown around. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to let Harry you guys know that that's a thing Harry... you should talk about. <laughs> Harry Potter uses his authority of the teacher of this terrorist cell to uh, get behind Cho and just touch her arm. Everyone's doing fine with the levitation thing, but Cho's arm it's gonna be a little bit higher. A little higher. Just like this. A little. Yep. Yeah, he, yeah, he crosses some serious boundaries as a teacher. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Harry Potter is so confident that Neville will get it because Harry Potter knows that he is dumb and doesn't know any spells. Yeah, like, on his own, he's like, yeah. I mean, they taught me in like an afternoon. I mean, I'm sure I could teach you over the course of a couple of months. Uh, oh, yeah. Christmas time. They go. Harry goes to the their terrorist hideout, Sirius's house. Yeah. Well, this is. Um, after that dream where he sees Ron's father getting fucking beat up by a snake. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Weasel can't fight off a snake, which it seems like <laughs> it would be easy to do with like um, magic, reality changing magic mm-hmm. at, at mm-hmm. your fingertips. But so then he wakes up and he's like, I think Ron's dad's in trouble. And so Dumbledore's like, go to your other painting. <laughs> Make sure they find the right people. You go to your other painting. Yeah. That's crazy. It is. That's that's, that's insane. But then Harry Potter is sick of being ignored, so he screams, to look at, look at me. I just need some attention. Just, look at me. Yeah. Also, I, I hadn't actually put this together until you just said it. Doesn't that mean that the Dumbledore's paintings that he has in his room have can spy on the Ministry from a distance if they have other paintings yeah. where they can... Jesus. Yeah. If I was the Ministry, I'd have him fucking killed, too. I, like, that's insane. But then Snape, Snape goes uh, and takes Harry Potter to train his brain to defend against... Uh, Voldemort penetration. Yep, don't say it like that. Occlumency, the art of keeping your thoughts hidden. Uh, No surprise, Harry Potter's not good at this. (laughs) Well, you know, every teenage boy eventually gets good at keeping his feelings and thoughts to himself. (laughs) Yeah, but deep down, the bloodlust that Harry's felt and been able to indulge in every year at this school has just been totally foiled this year. I think this happens later, but we can talk about it now. When he jumps into Snape's mind... And sees what an actual oh, yeah. piece of shit his dad is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he doesn't like, react. Snape throws him out. He's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and Potter's not like, oh my god, I'm sorry. I didn't realize my dad fucking bullied you. I didn't realize he was your Malfoy. Like, yeah. my father was a great man. Oh, I, oh, I wrote this down. Fucking, I love some of these, uh, like, huh. Who's the guy that played, he's dead now, isn't he? Played Snape. Oh, Alan Rickman. Yeah, he's really good. Because yeah. he doesn't just say this line the way he fucking delivers it. When, when Harry shouts that his father was a great man, Snape goes, your father was a swine. <laughs> and he dishes it out like such a fucking cold comeback. It's uh, like, I, oh my god. He did it without a cane. It was amazing. I was just going to say, get this dude a fucking cane. He'd be the best. <laughs> the cane's coming up. We're going we're gonna to talk about Lucius's 
beautiful hair and lovely cane later. <laughs> so Harry Potter's so mad that he can't block Snape from his memories that he forces himself into Snape's mind, finds out his dad's a dick. Yep. And then he just runs away. Runs away. I when they're at Christmas and they're at Sirius's place, the Black House mm-hmm. or whatever it is. <laughs> well, I don't know. Black well, he's Sirius Black. He's that's his family. Potter talks to him about being angry all the time. <laughs> it's hard to be 15 it's man. hard being 15 man you remember that jeff it's hard i wish someone had told me that it's normal to be angry all the time is that what sirius tells him <laughs> I, I, don't, don't I don't even remember what he tells him he said that he was a normal person some some rigor mold something rigor- like that. yeah rigmarole some bullshit <laughs> like that <laughs> gary oldman man though that guy fucking rules mm-hmm. he acts the hell out of the scene yeah, good. find out that his, his mother just burns people's <clears throat> faces off of wallpaper. Yeah, if they run away from home. At like they ever betray him? 16 or 17, yeah, don't ever betray me. <laughs> but not Beatrix, not Beatrice, whatever her name is. Lestrange. Bellatrix. Bellatrix. Yeah, Bellatrix. Beatrice. I don't know, Beatrix. Yeah. It's Beatrix but... to her friends, okay? <laughs> uh, her name's actually Beatrix, and she's like, well, I, I, I perform magic, so maybe like Bellatrix, you know what I mean? Like tricks. Do you get it? The cool tricks. Like when she, yeah. she was a teen, she was really into skateboarding. Um, <laughs> well, you also find out that creature is racist as, as fuck. It's crazy. He's a fucking slave. Like, I, his views are, like, I just give him a pass on him, I'd say. <laughs> you think that's how uh, uh, Sirius Black's mother talked and he just picked it up? Probably, yeah. I don't Maybe he was ordered to talk that way. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's fucking... They're slaves. I don't want to. I'm not coming down on them. I'm not going to be the guy coming down on a slave. <laughs> well, catch me doing that. Good, good nice try, yeah. Jeff. Gonna give him a pass. <laughs> You're the one that was shitting on the on Filch because he was a fucking janitor. I didn't shit on him. I just said I didn't bother to learn his name because he's a janitor <laughs> at a wizard school. It's fucking rude. He has that it's job because there's a rule that people aren't allowed to clean up with magic. Okay. He probably does clean up with magic. I've only seen him with a mop once. I've never seen okay. him use magic. Have you seen any other fucking janitors? No, he's the only janitor in that whole fucking castle. Right. I guarantee he's using magic. He's probably got such powerful magic. He needs a janitor that can clean an entire fucking school- castle full of rowdy teenagers. Yeah, if you had powerful you know, magic. You know how bad teenagers smell? If you, Yeah, I do. <laughs> it's hard being 15, man. It's hard. You remember that, Jeff? It's hard being 15. <laughs> fucking disgusting yeah I mean, he does it he does it he's he's a powerful wizard i, I don't know first of all <laughs> no i i respect actual janitors that's it's not an easy job i respect real world janitors but if you live in a world where magic is an everyday occurrence and you could just enchant things to clean for you it shouldn't be a position <laughs> he should be like a mogul who like rules a, a, an international corporation that sells these enchanted items mm. but he doesn't he works Maybe not at, everyone's, he works not everyone's on their hustle like you. He works at okay. high school <laughs> as a janitor for wizards. You, you think Ron's mom would figure out a better spell to knit nicer things? Why don't they have house elves do it? <laughs> a, lot of these, a lot of these kids' families own house elves. Uh, yeah, after Christmas, after they all get a shit present, a hand-knit sweater that looks like mm-hmm. shit from all the weasels get one. Harry gets gets something knit as well, but I don't see Hermione getting anything from Ron's mom. Yeah, I don't think Ron, I don't think she, Ron's I don't think she mom is not looking to encourage this. Uh, <laughs> she knows what's going on. Umbridge breaks into the room of requirement. 
I, well, this is uh, this is after they get back to school. Hagrid comes back, and Hagrid cannot keep a fucking secret. Oh, where was I? Oh, this is top secret. I went to go talk to the Giants to join Dumbledore. Well, yeah, he wanted to keep it a secret from Umbridge. Not from these 15-year-olds that he are his only friends in the world. <laughs> but then, then he goes and shows, shows them, because he's worried he's going to get kicked out, that he keeps his half-brother yeah. <laughs> tied up in the woods. Yeah. A, a couple things on that. Where does Hagrid think he's going to go if he gets kicked off the Hogwarts grounds? Because at that point, it sounds like he just lives in the woods. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's probably already going to be in there. Like... Also, we learn, apparently, centaurs live on the equivalent of reservations, and the Ministry has the power to reduce the size of those reservations, so real cool wizard world that's been built here with reservations and slaves and... There's another fun fact we, we kind of learn is that all the giants live together. Yeah, they live, yeah, somewhere in Europe. We, we aren't told where or in what conditions, but they definitely, uh, yeah, they're not, they're not allowed to roam free. No. <laughs> no. Interesting, yeah. Hagrid's half-brother can get food himself, but just needs company. Yeah. Can you imagine keeping company with his brother? I mean, I could, but he's too dumb, I guess. I wouldn't be able to do it, I think. If I could, like, order him to kill centaurs on command for fun, oh, that, might, yeah. that might be, yeah, then we'd hang out, but... I mean, maybe it's not so much hanging out with his half-brother, but doing it in the woods. Yeah. Like, he'd yeah. he come in, we could watch Netflix or play, like, a video game. Yeah. He's going to sit out in the woods while he's tied to a tree, and he doesn't really talk. Well, he rings you know a know bell I mean? of a bicycle. Yeah. Like, how fun is that? I mean, I get that for, like, five minutes. Also, um, how did he get the those handlebars, those bicycle handlebars? Was he <laughs> From children. Was he finding food on his own, wink, wink? Is that... <laughs> Is that what I'm to understand here? Hmm, interesting. Yeah, because that seemed to be like the only toys he had were the handlebars of bicycles. Yeah, yeah, weird. And he's not afraid to just grab a normal-sized person and, and pick them up. Until they yell at him he's... sternly, I guess. I don't. Yeah, well, he said that his half-brother was harmless. Uh, he was just a little uh, high energy or whatever. Mm -hmm. But he also said that about Buckbeak, who then attacked a student. <laughs> because true. you looked at him wrong. That's true, yeah. No, I'm sorry. Buckbeak attacked Malfoy because he didn't bow before he approached. Talk about arrogant for a fucking horse bird. Uh, yeah, they promised to look after this giant that lives in the woods. The dark forest, not just the woods, sorry. The dark forest infested with centaurs that hate wizards and giant spiders and a car, yeah. presumably, that drives itself. They've, they've agreed to watch over him for at least another three years, but not during the summer. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> but after that, they're fucking out of here, man. And not during the holidays. Yeah. When someone alone in the woods would need somebody the most. Yep, when he would need company the most. No, I'm sorry. I was I was at our secret terrorist hideout. I couldn't... The other thing they do is they have to take these standardized tests it's called the owls. And they act like this is some sort of huge burden. Well, they haven't taken a test in three years. Uh, that's kind of like... <laughs> They've all been canceled. How dare the ministry want to check in any way, shape, or form that these students are learning things about being competent wizards? How dare they? Just trust us. And then it's They're played. Learning. It's played like a bunch of wacky fun when the Weasel Twins burst in, throw fireworks all over the place, fly around, and then zip out. Some people had studied for those tests, right, okay? Right. Like Hermione was fucking in the middle of a goddamn essay. <laughs> Because they're like, you know what? I don't want to go to the school anymore. I've got one more year. Yeah. Fuck it. I can't take it. And we're going to get expelled. My favorite part is that Umbridge is gone next year. Like, they, they literally <laughs> just had to round out another few months. Dumbledore, uh, once they break into the room of requirement to find them 
practicing magic, which is not allowed. Yeah. They find the paper saying Dumbledore's army, and they go confront Dumbledore, and Dumbledore's like, yeah, yeah, it's me. It's not Harry Potter's army, it's me. Fuck you guys, you're right. He's like, peace out. And he just, like, claps the phoenix that finds over his head. Yeah. And bursts into flames. Reminiscent of a uh, suicide bomber. But the guy walking around with the minister and Umbridge is Kingsley, the guy that broke Harry Potter out of the Dursley's house. Dumbledore has... Spies everywhere. Yeah, he's got spies highly placed in the ministry. It's it's correct that the minister fears him. There's a lot of true things that he's not explaining very well. Dumbledore does not feel like he should have to explain anything to anyone. And Harry Potter is so mean to Cho after they use that fucking potion on her to make her tell where the where the fucking place is, where the fucking room of requirement is. They Harry Potter knows that Umbridge uses torture to coerce students and to punish them. So when Cho is brought into the room of requirement after they break in, she's like at wand point of the thugs that Umbridge <laughs> yeah. is like and they all are just like, oh, fucking Cho, fucking told them where we were. Like, guys, are you fucking kidding me? Harry Potter, you're under suspicion of killing her boyfriend last year. Like, <laughs> fucking slow down. Yeah, she's going through a lot. Take a fucking chill pill. Like, It's hard being 15. It's fucking hard, man. <laughs> oh, this girl I like, she, she doesn't do everything I want, even though I killed her boyfriend last year. He complained about kissing her. He said it was too wet because she, <laughs> she'd been crying. I forgot about that. <laughs> he just turns on her so hard Next, the next week. I forgot he was like complaining. How was the kiss, Harry? I was too fucking wet because this stupid bitch is crying over her dead boyfriend. Like, and Ron and Hermione laugh. It's one of the things they cut to later when he's singing about good memories of friends. Him laughing at Show crying about her dead, dead boyfriend. boyfriend. Jesus, these these students are fucking psychopaths. <laughs> oh my god, what is wrong with them? That that is beyond the pale. I forgot about all. Yeah, I hadn't put that stuff together. Uh, yeah, so they're brought in. Uh, Snape again, being kind of a cool dude, reveals the Cho only did it under the use of that Veritas serum, the the Truth serum. Mm. Not to give himself completely away, he's like, yeah, I mean, if you, I, if you need me, I can poison him, but I mean... Yeah, uh, other than that, I'm I don't cool think I can, yeah. <laughs> but, whatever. So she's going to use a forbidden cur- curse on him to get him to, to speak. And again, every student with a wand in there. Like, <laughs> I get that they're trying to portray these people as, like, shitty people, mm-hmm. but those students are also 15-year-olds who might take <laughs> a second and be like, uh, actually, isn't that, like, a forbidden curse? Hermione's uh, play to get him out of that is to be like, if you're not going to tell her, I will, Harry. And then she says she says to Harry Potter that she's improvising because they're walking out into the woods with her to show her Dumbledore's secret weapon. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know, I'm improvising. But she's walking towards Hagrid's half-brother. Yeah. What good is coming out of that, right? That there's a giant in the woods? Because you know he's either going to be dead or deported to somewhere in Europe where all the giants are. Hagrid is definitely getting fired for bringing this dangerous yeah. creature into the dark forest. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Or his brother kills Umbridge because he flips out. Maybe she maybe she looks like a bicycle. I don't know, <laughs> and <laughs> tears her apart. And then he definitely gets killed. He definitely gets put down. Yep. Uh, and that's it. So like they, they don't know they don't know what they're doing. But he's not there. He's off getting his own food, trying to find some kids or anything to eat. No, I mean he shows. Yeah, he's not tied to the tree anymore. But he shows up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's after she starts talking <clears throat> shit about the cent- the centaurs. Yeah, yeah. The centaurs show up, drag Umbridge away. And everybody's fine with that. Everyone, yeah, like there's really not 
any other comments like about it. Like she was a she was a dick, but yeah. I mean, who knows what the centaur's gonna do? Yeah. Uh, and then and then they try to get to uh, they try to get to the Ministry of Magic to look for that orb. So Harry had another dream that Sirius Black was being tortured by Voldemort in the Ministry of Magic where they keep all of their <laughs> prophecies in glass balls filled with swirling mist. Obviously, this is a plot by Voldemort. Also, why don't you just call Sirius? Why don't you just see what he's doing? Put your, Shove your yeah. face into the fire. You all right? Oh, the Dark Lord doesn't have control of you. Oh, okay. He was, he was just feeding yeah. me a line of bullshit. He knew where to find his prophecy because he saw he saw Voldemort see it in his own mind. He's yeah. like, well, that's what Voldemort's after then, right? So Voldemort's got it. What are you doing there? Well, no, he doesn't He doesn't have it because we learn when we're in there that the only person who can take the prophecy is the person yeah. who it's about. So they could have just checked to make sure Sirius was okay and then not gone there and everything yeah. would have been perfectly fine. They could have talked to anybody who has any knowledge of this before they went off. But then they're like, how are we going to get there? So they, you know, they, tr- they tried the flume in Umbridge's office because they're watching every other one. And then they, they decide on, on pest trolls, right? So they could fly there. Yeah. What about fucking brooms. Yep. There's at least 30 to 40 fucking brooms for every Quidditch match. Why do you need to be riding these invisible creatures? And how fast can uh, an undead horse with wings fly? Faster than a magical broom? I don't think so. So they want to get there, but they want to get there in style and in their own time. They're not, it doesn't, they make it seem like they're hurrying, but they're, they're definitely not. I've only ridden a horse a handful of times. Really? And, uh, (laughs) yeah, not to brag. I've Uh, never ridden a horse. (laughs) Please go on. It's not, like, the easiest thing to do. I mean, you yeah. know, they tell you, and, you know, I'm not a very forceful person, but I can only imagine trying to ride and figure out how to ride a horse that I couldn't see. That was then going to fly. Well, let's see. Who could see it? Um, Harry could see it. Yeah. Luna could see it. Yeah. Uh, End of list. No, no. See, I think because Hermione just watched Umbridge get dragged off, that might count. <laughs> She might be like, oh, fuck, that lady's dead. <laughs> like, that. maybe that counts. I don't know. Um... Uh, boy, that is end of list, isn't it? Yeah. Not Ron, not the doofus guy. Neville. I, Neville, yeah. I think of him as doofus in my head. Not Ron's sister. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how I'd do that. That's. Hey, come out to the dark forest and uh, just jump on this invisible thing that eats red meat. <laughs> do you think they, like, do you think they dragged another student out and, like, killed him so everyone could see the fast <laughs> Yeah. Well, how do you get those things to agree to take you somewhere? You know what I mean? You gotta give them a lot of red meat, but right. about a fifteen-year-old's worth. <laughs> <laughs> we brought some Hufflepuff kids out here just in case. Uh, so they get in, they find the room full of orbs. A Death Eater appears and then takes his it mask is, off. It is so easy to get into the Ministry of Magic after hours. Who's watching that place? No one. No, no one, one at all. Or shit. or Death Eaters. I you know I don't. They gotta find this uh, prophecy. And Lucius shows up and. Ah. He's so well-dressed. Wants everyone to see how cool his hair looks. So he fucking uses his wand and vanishes his mask. Oh, hello, boys and girls. You just say threatening things. Uh, Is that a Vincent Price impersonation? No, it should be. Uh, I'll I'll work on it. He's using his awesome cane with this highly polished, what is it, a snake at the end? Yeah, it's like an open snake's mouth. Yeah. It looks yeah. so cool. <laughs> I want one. It looks so cool. And it's, it is essentially also a sword cane, except instead of a sword, it's his wand. So he just fucking yeah. pulls the wand out of it. It's such a cool move. Death Eaters travel by, like, cloud of smoke, too. That's crazy. I want to be a Death Eater. I know. We all do. If only if only to fight the oppressive regime of the Ministry. <laughs> they corner them, and they, they, they tell him why that he was tricked and that he had to grab that but apparently he can hand it over to whoever he wants yeah they try to entice him first by saying you'll learn about your connection 
And then they, then they threaten him by, like, we'll kill all your friends, just give us this thing. Yeah, how do you like that? Yeah, they have a fight in the orb room where they destroy hundreds, if not thousands, of prophecies. Unclaimed um, pro- Basically, every other prophecy in that room gets destroyed because of, think of the, Ginny Weasley. Think of the knowledge lost. <laughs> think of the lost opportunities of things people could learn. Because it doesn't take zero effort to prophesize something. It takes some effort, right? Yeah, we see Trelawney did it last, right? Goblet of Fire? I forget their names. But the Prisoner of Azkaban was the one before that. Yeah, she did, yeah, because yeah. that's, you know. Because then it was Chamber of Secrets and Sorcerer's mm-hmm. Stone going backwards yeah. in order. Uh, you know, I don't like to brag, but I read the books, so. <laughs> they do not give a fuck about destroying anywhere. They just, like. Yeah, no, they just rip the whole fucking place apart. You think they'd find a more secure place to put prophecies than a glass orb? Uh, yeah, but then again, maybe the ministry just doesn't give a shit. What's going to help Voldemort <clears throat> with this prophecy? It's not like he could change it, right? It, also, the prophecy doesn't really tell them anything, does it? It's just like, w- one won't survive mm-hmm. while the other lives. And it's like, well, yeah, Voldemort's pretty set on killing Potter, so that's kind of a given. <laughs> yeah, he must know. I don't, maybe there's more stuff to know that they just didn't have time to go into because there was that chase, Yeah, and then it broke. But, yeah, I, I don't understand how that was going to help Voldemort. Either way, this is the future. I'm dead. Cool. All right, oh, great. oh boy! I better change my ways. No. What? What, what if? I, what if I try to fight back? Oh, that's how I die. Oh. Okay. All right. <laughs> but he's not gonna not. Even if he knows what's gonna happen, he's not gonna not do it. Backing away from a fight is no way to become principal of a high school. <laughs> <laughs> and he knows that. They get chased into this room with an arch, and then uh, they all the Death Eaters fly around and steal Harry Potter's friends away from him somehow magically. It's not. Important, they leave but... him for some reason yeah. magically. Yeah, when when <laughs> they could have just grabbed him. The yeah, orb. yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. <laughs> well, Lucius wants to walk up this big rock that the arch is on. Mm. Uh, well, he taps his cane menacingly and says threatening things. See, that's 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 why maybe you don't want a cane, right? Because you'd be you'd be too enticed to do those types of things that are getting your shit done. I guess, but he looked good doing it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> looked good doing it. It was it was pretty cool. I think he. I think he's a better villain than Voldemort. Voldemort prances mm. around in robes and bare feet and touches fifteen-year-old boys. That's like his whole goal was to be able to touch a fifteen-year-old boy. Last film. <laughs> That's what it was. I know how that sounds. And he was successful. He was. Yeah, he was. <laughs> that actually seems like a really bad way to become principal of a high school. <laughs> um, we learn that Sirius decides um, the fists do more talking than wands. <laughs> Because, I don't know, instead of stupefying the guy so he's out for the rest mm. of the fight, he just punches him in the face. Harry, you gotta leave. We'll take care of it. And then he just fights right beside Harry. It's like, no, seriously, you've gotta fucking Yeah, like, didn't I just tell you to leave? You should have left, like, five minutes ago. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, so Sirius shows up and then dies um, while his terrorist friends fight the Death Eaters. Who I see is more of a liberation force, the Death Eaters, fighting against the oppressive ministry. <laughs> yeah. Why isn't everyone using the killing curse when they're fighting? Because it works so well. Those he's other just, spells. He's just dead not immediately. Really yeah, yeah. He's just dead. <laughs> Bellatrix is just like boom, <laughs> dead. And she runs away from a fifteen-year-old. Harry Potter gives chase. Uh, the prophecy broke a little while ago, so who gives a shit about it? Mm. Also, it wasn't going to tell them anything. I don't think. So Voldemort, I guess, is in his head trying to get him to kill Bellatrix. Yeah, he's like there. I guess he showed up. Yeah, he's like yeah, he's like, do you know, you know the cursed killer. Yeah, do it. 
Uh, he doesn't, I guess. Dumbledore shows up, and him and Voldemort wreck the place up. Yeah, like, unnecessarily so. Yeah, I, I mean, it was for a wizard battle. It was probably the coolest we've seen so far. Yeah, because he, he uh, produced, like, a giant flame basilisk. Yeah, that was pretty and then, cool. And then uh, Dumbledore traps him in a, an orb of water. Significantly less cool. That's <laughs> 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 kind of... You could drown in there, man. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Imagine just, like, being on dry land somewhere, and then someone just throws an orb of water on you until you drown. That, I mean, that would suck, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Imagine standing in the hallway, and, um, like, a 40-foot-long snake made out of fire that's as wide as a car attacks you. How about how about that? <laughs> oh, yeah, scary, sure. Yeah. But at first you're in this orb of water, you're like, what is going on? <laughs> Oh, you think he was trying to confuse him? <laughs> yeah, and then you're like, you're like, I wonder if I can swim in any direction, and then like you're kind of stuck in the orb, and then you're like, you realize you're gonna die. Of course, oh, yeah. The terror, yeah. The terror in that. It's probably what Dumbledore was going for. He wanted to look into Voldemort's eyes and see the fear before he died. <laughs> um, they shoot laser wands at each other, like Harry and Voldemort did last mm. movie. Um, all the glass above them breaks, and then Voldemort uses it to throw at them. And, yeah. Dumbledore disintegrates it, which also, by the way, would not, no, a bunch of glass, like, shards. Yeah. yeah, a bunch of glass sand rubbing against your skin, yeah, I think you're still dead, buddy. <laughs> At least gonna irritate your eyes. <laughs> I better go get some Visine. Oh, of course, you don't, how do you buy Visine? You don't know how human money works. They don't even understand Visine, They're so, they, they have to use some sort of spell, yeah. I don't know. Um, and then, well, the wizard cops show up. Well, the the minister shows up. Like, like the, I don't know if it's like they've been there all night and work starts soon, or if the silent <laughs> alarms have been going off, or what. I, but oh, they start showing up. That would be great. It's just no one knew. They just show up for work. Just, <laughs> yeah. I think it's alarms because they show up with wands out. I think, and the yeah. minister is like, oh, "He's back." Oh no! It's like, all right, but we get it. Sean, if you could use a magical wand, though, wouldn't you always have it out? Yeah. Also, I'd never drop it. These people drop their wands a lot. Constantly. Yeah. If I can tape it to one of my hands. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, oh, well, no, we know that tape is allowed. Yeah, we, we saw. Yeah. <laughs> now they see the dumb, that Voldemort's back because he was there for a split second before he went away, and it definitely wasn't a magical illusion. No, of course not. No. <laughs> Planted by Dumbledore. How would anyone do that? But then there, we, have, we get these scenes where Voldemort is in Harry Potter, like trying mm. to turn him evil or kill him from the inside or something, and there's these occasional yeah. flashes of Voldemort standing in front of what is very clearly a green screen with these <laughs> poorly projected backgrounds on it. It was fucking killing me, man. It was like... Like early YouTube days. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> and he's just like standing there, just like whispering semi-menacing things, and it's like, oh man, you're trying too hard. <laughs> You're trying way too hard, like. But then uh, Harry Potter is able to beat him because he has friendship and love. Yeah, well, they have the one... I mean, Harry even says something like this later, that they've got yeah. the one thing Voldemort doesn't have. They're popular in high school. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't know how to handle it, so he flees. Yeah. Harry Potter, uh, the Weasleys, and Hermione are the only reason they haven't had to take a test in the last four years. Yeah. Of course they're popular. Yeah. And that's about the end of the movie. Um, Dumbledore tries to be like, oh, yeah, that's the reason I didn't talk to you was because I was worried, not because I didn't care that much about you as a person. Yeah. <laughs> the conversation should have been like, look, Harry, you're just kind of really clingy. And I have, <laughs> I have a high school to run, and you're like one student, so this is an uncomfortable you, situation for this me. Is, but This is the only wizard school in England. You think you're the only student I have to deal with? Uh, like, yeah. 
This is fucked up. Didn't you see my school? The school was uh, the power of the school was being taken away from me that whole year. Yeah. You think I had better things to do? Yeah. Well, think about what Dumbledore has to. Yeah, he had to maintain his spy network in the Ministry. Mm-hmm. Keep his assembled terrorist cell from disintegrating. Uh, keep an eye on Sirius, who is just walking around in public as a dog. Uh, run this high school. Fight mm-hmm. off the encroaching power grab that the Ministry is doing. That Umbridge is trying to take away all. Like, and he's got the rest of the student body to look after. So that they don't get killed by basilisks or people with faces in the backs of their heads or escaped yeah. Azkaban prisoners or they don't get entered into some sort of death run contest only for children. Like, yeah, the dude yeah. has a lot on his and, plate. And probably less exciting things like, I don't know, budgeting, <laughs> like <Fucking laughs> maintenance. Well, the maintenance is done by his slave Filch. HR conflicts. I don't know. <laughs> I, oh, man, I would watch a whole movie of just Dumbledore in meetings trying to navigate, like, McGonagall said Snape did this, and Snape said he didn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Hagrid's there, and he says something dumb, and everybody looks down their noses at him because he's not good enough. <laughs> the only other thing I think in the film I wanted to touch on, there's this last uh, Harry talking to Luna, where apparently people have stolen all of her stuff and hidden it around. Yeah. Nargals? Nar- Nargals? What are, what are they? Yeah, Nargals? Na- well, she keeps talking about Nargals, but um, I, I suspect it's other students being bullies. Because they took everything, and the, yeah, they, it's thrown, their shoes are thrown up in the yeah. rafters. Yeah. yeah. But when she's talking about this, she's still got that kind of dream face on, where just this doesn't affect her. She knows yeah. this is like, this doesn't really matter. She's learning to bend reality. She's learning to bend reality. She's going to be fine, yeah. She can see the horses that you can only see if you've been touched by death. This lady's on another level. She, does she... <laughs> And the other, oh, the other thing, the, the the most terrifying scene that involves her is they're in the, the Hall of Glass Orbs in the Ministry. She launches the Death Eater, very likely to his death, because he just goes flying yeah. off down the thing. And then there's a shot of her where you're, like, looking kind of down on her as she looks up, and she's still got that kind of vague smile on her face, but her, yeah. like, mouth is, there's, like, a little bit of blood where the, the Death Eater punched yeah. her. Like, and she's just kind of just like, huh, so that's what it feels like to murder? <laughs> No effect on her. No remorse, no regret, no fear. Just this mild, almost detached semi-pleasure that her spell worked. Yeah. I, I think I think the, the pleasure came from being punched in the face. I, th- I think it's all of it. And I, I just, murdered this person. This yeah. is what it feels like to break into the ministry. This is what it feels like to kill. This is what it feels like to be attacked. Like, I think she's just, she's enjoying living on the edge, you know? Mm. Using magic, and I, just, I think if she put her shit together, she'd, uh, ooh, boy. I think, I think she'd be worse than Hermione. I think she definitely would be worse than Hermione. Yeah. Yeah, because Hermione goes to introduce her in the beginning of the film. Yeah. Stops halfway through and then finishes and acts like it's not a big deal. Like, well, oh, this is Luna. Ugh. Well, because Hermione calls her Looney Lovegood. Oh, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, that's like her wow. unflattering nickname. So Hermione. That's fucking, that's fucking rude. But that's another, it is rude, but I don't think that's why Hermione stopped. Because her compatriots are Harry Potter Murder Machine and Ron the Thug. <laughs> like... She stops. I think Hermione stops because Hermione recognizes a threat when she sees one. She stops because she goes, oh, fuck. This lady does not... I can't manipulate her. I can't take control. Like, this lady does not give a fuck about anything. So Hermione's like, oh, I can't antagonize Luna because Luna will just fucking come for me. I I think I enjoyed that Harry Potter has powerful female figures. They're all lunatics. Everyone in these films are, but it's it's nice to see. It's nice to see kids having proper role models. I like how you could have spies in paintings, but uh, Dolores Umbridge decides to have plates of kittens. How is that helpful? Well, it, she she's not a fucking spy master, is why she's trying to run a fucking high school. 
not spy on the main power in her world. She just wanted to chill in her office. They drove her so far off the edge that she considers using the Cruciatus curse. And then everybody goes back home. The end. Peeps. How'd you like them? Candy. Yeah. Um, Sorry, candy. Like no transitions. Uh, <laughs> I guess if we're doing throwbacks. I, I mean, I like them. I, you know, they're not my favorite, obviously. I don't know why it's obvious, but... Yeah, we're just not. <laughs> Please tell me why. <laughs> <laughs> Every so often, I'll like, I'll like marshmallow, but it's not something I'm going to go out of my way for all the time. You yeah. Know? They get stale too quick, so... And they also come in the worst packaging for something that gets stale. Yeah. Like, once it's opened, everything in the package is exposed to air. Yeah. No, um, no reseal. For some reason, granulated sugar on the outside is enough flavor change from marshmallow, just sugar fluff. Yeah, that it's that it's a good contrast. Okay, thought it was. I thought it was all right. What'd you think? I hated them. Um, I bought the smallest possible packaging, so I got like four mm. at once. Was the smallest I could. I got the yellow ones. Does that matter? Yeah, I think those are the classic that's, ones. Yeah, so that's I what I figured. As well. yeah, 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 I think they had a purple one too that I didn't really. I think of different shapes now too, like people and. It's weird. Did they call them people? P e p l e. I think they started them in the late 90s, so they called them peeps, and they wink. They winked at you, because uh-huh. they're peeps. Get it? Yeah, you're no, peeps. I, no, I, yeah, I get it. I, Sean, I, 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 grew up in, I grew up in the 90s. Sean. I get it. I'm a, one of those Gee. fucking millennials. <laughs> I get it. Um, I They were worse than Twizzlers. Uh, mm. Just bad taste, way too sugary. Yeah. That marshmallow that just kind of coats your mouth and then mm. just slides down your throat like fucking sludge. Ugh. <laughs> Yeah, because you can't really chew them for very long. It's just like it's just like a mush. Yeah, Ugh. that's not it's good. Gross. Yeah, no. It's gross thinking about it. Worst, worst, the worst we've had so far, I'd say. <laughs> now their eyes are brown. Is that just like what? What is that? Because it, it has a different texture than. I didn't pluck their eyes out to eat them individually, so I don't know if the eyes are differently flavored. <laughs> How do you eat your food? I, don't... <laughs> I just crammed them in my mouth. Mm-hmm. I just sorry. Another thing I realized I do in the podcast is I talk too fast. And I blend my words together. I do not enunciate the way I should. Let's try to work on that too. Yeah, Sean, could you work on that, please? Okay, because we're trying. You're the, you're the only one that does that, and it's holding us back. Well, I just, just, I'm just, it's just me. I need to fix it for myself. <laughs> not throw. I'm not throwing shade. It's not a cool thing, as millennials say. It's to- totally lit, fam. <laughs> totally lit, fam. How, how about how about that? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I would I would put Peeps at the very bottom of the food we've wow. had. I, I would Damn. rather have Twizzlers. <laughs> you put them under the Skittles, because I think Skittles were pretty low for you. Yeah, yeah. I put Skittles, I think, wow. either right under Twizzlers or right above Twizzlers. But yeah, mm. they, I think Peeps so far at the very bottom. They're like middle of the road for me, I think. Very unexciting candies. Now, these are only available during Easter, much like I say Cadbury eggs are. But... I think you could probably get Peeps around. Did you? <laughs> so did you know that uh, Peeps, there's uh, Peeps Lip Balm? I did not know that. Yeah, there's there's four flavors, uh, grape, strawberry, vanilla, and cotton candy. Peeps don't really strike me as having a flavor. Who's putting on lip balm and wanting, like, the marshmallow? I, I don't know that anyone flavor. is, but Peeps apparently has enough money to just fucking dish it out. They're just trying to stay relevant. Trying to like stay a, relevant. Like an old man in a sports car. They're trying to stay relevant. Uh, did you know that there's an annual Peeps eating contest? I did not know that either. Do they have, like, stats of, like, how many? Uh, not that I like, can see, but I know who the 2016 winner was. It was a man named Matt Stoney. Uh, he's from California, and he won by eating 200 Peeps in five minutes. That's f- disgusting. So I assume he killed himself in the process. He, <laughs> he died as a result of this, I have to assume, but... Yeah, how do you, how do you get that many Peeps down? I, I don't know. I could barely eat the... I had two of them. And then I left the other two just upstairs. Like I, I'll get to them later, maybe. They're hard as rocks by now. That's by fine. The way. I'll just throw them out. I've, 
that's <laughs> what I wanted to do. 200 peeps in five minutes. Damn. Yeah, I could barely choke down two. His name is Matt Stoney? Yeah. Highest achievement he's ever gotten is he's eaten 200 peeps. Yeah, of course, because he died immediately after. <laughs> he had a sugar rush so hard that he fucking vibrated into a higher dimension. <laughs> like... It's disgusting. <laughs> Holy shit, there's a recipes section here. Peeps s'mores. You just hold the peep over the fire and then you put it between graham crackers and chocolate, right? Peeps frosting. Um, I've, I've definitely seen people, I, uh, I guess they get, they used on cakes a lot. People use them like to garnish the cake. You just yeah. plop some peeps on. I've seen that in like supermarkets and stuff. Um, you could put it on pizza. Don't start with me. <laughs> You're on thin ice. You're on real thin ice right now. Uh, there's a recipe for uh, peep she. What? <laughs> Uh, like Pepsi? Nope. Like like sushi. I've seen candy su- sushi before, but this involves placing a peep onto a rice crispy treat and wrapping it in fruit by the foot. Oh That's... my god! <laughs> That's uh, so you have so, okay. I try it. They don't say it here, but what I'm assuming is you have two or three of those, and then you're able yeah. to vibrate at a frequency where you can communicate <laughs> with Matt Stoney, <laughs> the the the, the, the peep overlord. And he will bestow wisdom upon you from his higher dimension. Peeps are at the bottom, then, for you. Yeah, they were. I really did not enjoy eating. I just. I don't think I love marshmallow. Yeah. It just. Ugh. Then it hits my stomach, and it feels like like the gas expands it, and I feel bloated and sick, and. Ugh. Wow. I think. I think that. I think that's it. You think that's it? I don't have anything else about peeps. All right. Can you admit once and for all that combining food and food flavors is a bad idea? Um. No. Okay. That's all right. <laughs> no. Well, I one day can't. I'll get you one day. <laughs> <laughs> I think I proved my point with Canada, you but didn't. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't. Canadians, get at us. So if you're Canadian, uh, you mm-hmm. can reach us at headsuppod at gmail dot com. That's our mm-hmm. email address if you want to send us a long winded but very well yeah. constructed because your education system is very good Canadian essay. Go ahead and do that. If you have a problem with what we said about Harry Potter, just don't bother. You're wrong. If you think you could eat 200 peeps in five minutes, I have to see that. Make a YouTube video and link us. Just (laughs) send us a link. Email us a link. If you have any thoughts about poutine or sushi and you want Sean to know or you want it out in the public sphere, you can tweet at us, headsuppod at Twitter. If you aren't competent enough to express your ideas in paragraphs, you can tweet at us. Jeff, what's the the Twitter handle? It's at at headsuppod. At headsuppod. If you wanted to rate sushi or poutine you could just rate our podcast and leave a review about sushi or poutine that's i was gonna call you out because i i hate when people ask for reviews but i think it would be really funny if on our review page it was just like you know i really i you know i grew up eating poutine i thought it was pretty good but then i had some really good sushi so i think sushi kind of hedges it out for me and just says nothing about the podcast yeah yeah that's pretty good i like it what other ways do people have to contact us? I mean, like I said, we've got an Instagram page, but yeah. you're not really into that. Well, so it's as long as you're Heads Up Pod. Add Heads Up Pod. At Instagram. Heads Up Pod at Instagram. If, yeah. if you can't even type you're so dumb, and you just <laughs> need to take pictures. Yeah, if you have any good pictures of poutine or sushi. I, oh man. Harry Potter or Peeps. I don't. Oh, go ahead and. Fuck. I don't think the place I'm going with Kyle later is it has sushi, but I really want sushi now. <laughs> I think it's like a bar with bar food. Are there any other mm. ways that people can can contact us um sean's phone number is if you still use um america <laughs> online instant messenger mm-hmm. tough i i don't check mine anymore <laughs> wouldn't tell you what it was if i did um if you are on like a usenet congratulations on your time machine working you are in the future we have cool cell phones now if you want to reach us on icq man jeff icq <laughs> yeah. 
Data 15 was tough, wasn't it, man? Yes, it was. <laughs> we had to set up ICQ servers and shit. Oh, man. It was tough. It was, <laughs> it was tough. 15 was tough. Dean was tough. Um, my Yeah, that's it, right? That's it. I think that's it. We'll see you next time when we watch Harry Potter 6, the name of which I forget. Half-Blood Prince? The Half-Blood Prince. Yeah, yeah Half-Blood Prince. I got there. Uh, what candy are we going to talk about? Oh, God, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. We'll surprise you. I'm going to surprise you with the candy. I, w- I want it to be Necco Wafers again, but... <laughs> Necco Wafers revisited. Uh, Sean ate 200 Necco Wafers <laughs> in five minutes. I could definitely do that and definitely want to. <laughs> Oh, my mouth would be so dry after, but it'd be worth it. Start, start vibrating. Matt Stoney! Matt Stoney, I'm coming! <laughs> he, he's never heard that before. <laughs> Poor Matt Stoney. We're sorry, Matt Stoney. If you're Matt Stoney, feel free to reach out at us. And, Man, Matt Stoney you know. can't fucking listen to podcasts in the fucking supraverse, the hypersphere that he lives in now. He, he's not. Okay. I'm right. I'm Sean. Uh, I'm Jeff. This has been the Heads Up Podcast with us, Jeff and Sean. <laughs> Guess we should have done that first. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Toodles. Toodles. <laughs> <laughs>